Today on Game & Watch It, the Nintendo Switch has outsold the Wii U. You, you couldn't put down your phone before that, could you? Why? I'm disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I Welcome to another episode of Game and Watch It. Today I'm joined by my good friend RZ and my good friend Polly. And together <laughs> And together we are Game and Watch It. For, for our listeners, me and RZ were just very blatantly waving and doing like the stupidest smiles we could have possibly done. Blatantly. Yeah, you blatantly. can uh, blatantly. We, um, if you're watching, you're obviously watching on our YouTube channel and if you're listening, you're obviously listening from our Oh, no, we're not going to do this now. No. <laughs> I think we need to do the booping thing now. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode. Okay, guys, let's get into this. What are you guys yeah, playing? It's, it's been a while. On? We're a little out of the groove, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're rusty. Yeah. So, oh. So, Polly, you've probably been playing the most. I've been watching. Yeah. I've been creeping you on your uh, Switch, and I've noticed you, you you buy so many games, but you only play them for half an hour. Mm-mm. <laughs> so no, no, I, I saw you. Uh, I saw you. Don't lie. <laughs> I saw you. Uh, you got Lost Fear. Lost Fear. Yeah. No, I'm like I'm more than a few hours. Okay, so I, I haven't creeped you in a bit, but I do enjoy creeping you. Yeah, it's fine. I'm used to it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Celeste, I'm gonna start with. I think it's going to be the quickest one out of the bunch because okay. it's very easy to describe. Uh, it's just almost exactly like Towerfall Ascension, but if they made a proper game out of it. The mechanics are almost near identical to it, but that's a good thing. The game played very well before. This game plays very well now. Yeah, IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. That's not because IGN gives everybody a 10 out of 10. No, that's not true. Out of Call of Duty, 10 out of 10. Yes. Anything that comes out of a major dev, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they they just I, I don't trust IGM with scores anymore. But I, I disagree. Say, I listen to their podcast. the The people who review these games are they're really good people. Oh, that's fine. I I'm just sure, think, I think they're that, jaded with the scoring. <laughs> it's sure the opposite of jaded. They're very like they're oddly positive with the scoring. Okay, fine. Sorry, I yeah, just they, meant they're like they encourage out of games. Whack. That's their yeah. business. Like if I was yeah. IGN, I'd want to give lots of good reviews since they thrive on on video game business. And if the video games are doing well. They're doing well. Yeah, but it seems disingenuous at that point. I think it's just a core problem with having a game score out of 10 because five should be average, but everybody sees that as like a grade as failing. So you're basically like, if you make a game below like 8.0, like even below 7.0, it's basically unmarketable. You're almost like saying, don't even bother playing this game. Yeah. There there is a small sect of people that love playing sevens. And I've, I like kind of want to try to become that person, but I don't know if I can. I'd like to like not live on the internet and make all my decisions based on other people's opinions. <laughs> but you do. <laughs> but God, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's fun. But anyway, Celeste, uh, keep listening. Game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, incredible game. It's tight as hell. The story is actually very well put together. It's in the background enough that it, it doesn't really overshadow what the game truly is, which is just a great platforming game. Mm-hmm. But it is there to add a little more flavor into the mix, and I love it so far. Yeah, like it, it, uh, it covers like anxiety and depression. Yeah, lots it's of uh, like mental health issues and mm-hmm. whatnot. They cover a bunch of it, and they almost like 
so personify it in certain ways. It's so really, really odd. Cool. A tough as nails platforming game touching on depression and anxiety. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of meta in that sense. Eh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all I really have to say about Celeste. It's an are, incredible game. Do you game. suck at it or are you good? No, no. I'm, I've been doing pretty well. It yeah. takes a little bit to get used to it. But once you understand the mechanics, they add little things here and there to upgrade the gameplay mm -hmm. as you go along in the story. Yeah. It's been a huge, huge game for me. I love it. And you could also, like, uh, you could scale back the difficulty through, like, a debug mode. Can you? I had no idea. I, I just kind of, like, this played. This is what I heard of, but it's what it, I heard. I heard there's, well, not heard. I've found a couple of, uh, quote-unquote, B-sides in the game. And what that does oh, is yeah, it creates, the... yeah, a super hard version of yeah. the level that you just played. Cute. I tried playing it. Didn't last, like, two minutes. I'm like, okay, I got to get better at this game first, and I'll go back for the And those are a little cassettes you find, right? Yeah. Yes. Cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to mention, in the vein of, like, um, Super 8-Bit Runner and uh, Super, Meat, Super Meat Boy and whatever, yeah. they actually have a little Game Boy version of the game within the game. So you're playing yourself mm -hmm. in the game. It's craziness. Oh, but okay, I see. Yeah, you know what I mean? She opens up like it's like a it's like an Commodore 64 style computer or okay. whatever. It looks almost like Game Boy graphics, but with color. Mm. And it is awesome. Nice. I like that. It's even harder. It's like it's craziness. There's something about uh, D makes that I just really enjoy. Yeah. And that's like when you're you got like Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo yep. porting it to uh, <clears throat> to the inferior Game Boy. I just I, it always interests me when they simplify graphics and make them D makes. Yeah. Yeah. There's something cool it's about cute. that. Maybe. We could do a video series about it one day that we'll, <laughs> we'll never do. We'll but never it's an know. idea. It's an idea. Uh, Lost Fear. Jesus Christ, I had such high hopes for this game. Why? It's Square Enix. Yeah, but they had I Am Satsuna. And I Am Satsuna, for what it was with the amount of t people they had working on it, was a spectacular game. It was incredible for what it was. The callbacks to Chrono Trigger and also to Final Fantasy, how they merged the two uh, together. It was incredible. It, now, it felt like a, a, a good old school RPG. No random encounters. Everybody's on the screen. Yeah. Now, RZ, you played that attacks. as well. Would you agree with Polly? I never on? played I Am Satsuna. I thought you did. No, I, I meant to. It's been on my list of games to play, but just more stuff is piled on faster than I can get to it. Okay, yeah. cool. So we'll have to take your word. Yeah, the story was a little lackluster in I Am Satsuna, but the characters were great. So mm -hmm. there was a lot going for it. The, the problem is that they essentially took the core of I Am Satsuna mm -hmm. and then just started piling everything on top of it. Yeah. Like any idea they could have possibly had, they just threw it in without any, you know, quality control. Yeah. They've added a few good things. One being that you can move around within an area while to like target them and you have certain areas you can attack within so a ranged character has a pierce move you can set it up so that the line goes through multiple enemies and hits all of them all at the same time right i saw that that's kind of cool it is it's awesome but at the same time the dual and tri attacks where either three all three party members or two of them will attack at the same time for some super attack yeah. can only be done when you're wearing a volka suit oh yeah and those you need to equip either before the battle starts or if you do equip it in battle, it takes your turn. Oh, interesting. So it just, it's, it, to me, it's a detriment to the game. Yeah, it, it, it prevents you from ever really using those moves. Exactly, right? And you use essentially the same spells and techs that you would use in one mode or the other outside of the duels and triples. So like, what's the point, right? Yeah. The story's been okay so far. Characters I didn't like at the beginning, but they're actually starting to grow on me. I'm waiting to see how the story progresses, but it seems just like your typical evil empire JRPG 
oh, the good guy's going to turn into the bad guy type situation. So I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking this thing might be like a seven. I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed. Out of... Ten point five. Now are you far along in the game? Because I know I was making fun of you for only playing a couple hours. But where where are you in in terms of? I, uh... Well, I played it a bunch in Florida, and then when I got home, I played it a bunch. I'm probably around the five six hour mark. Okay, in it. and it's probably well like a ten hour game. Yeah, wherever I am, I'm just past where the demo set you in. Okay. So when I got to the area, I recognized it immediately mm -hmm. and then beat that area and I went a little farther beyond. So if you have played the game, you know pretty much exactly where I am. Is this a full price game? Uh, no. It's like $40? 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. 50 okay. bucks Canadian, 40 American. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. And I won't be playing it. Mm, yeah. Don't. <laughs> I won't. Uh, are up. Yeah. And the last game I want to uh, talk about is the Secret of Mana remake, ah. which actually just came out uh, yesterday, I believe. So it is, for what it is, a good remake. Not what great. It is. The fact that we already knew that it wasn't going to be graphically intensive. We knew that they were going to be modeling it after essentially the same game. The voice acting we knew was going to be horrendous because of the trailers. Mm -hmm. If you come into it knowing that, you change a few settings. So I have it running in Japanese, which the voice acting is way better. Uh, I have the original soundtrack running over the remade soundtrack, which was atrocious. And it's with that in mind, it, it really was. But with that in mind, the gameplay mechanics have gotten better. Hit detection is through the roof, where that was a problem with the old game. They've kept a few things here and there. I know there's a uh, some people were complaining about enemy invulnerability after you hit them, which was like an old school thing to do, but not many people do it now. Mm-hmm. But it's pointless because the style of the game is you have to like hit and to get your biggest attack afterwards, you have to wait at least a second and a half to two seconds before you attack again. Yeah. So the it, to me, it seems like a pointless complaint. And every, everything everybody's complaining about this game with has been the music, which you can change, the voice acting, which you can change, and the, uh, the aesthetics, which I like. I think they suit the game very, very well. They're cute. And the, the, the graphics, are you playing this on iOS or Android? Uh, none. I'm playing it on PC. Oh, I TV. thought I thought it was a, a mobile game because it looks like a mobile game. Yeah, but the this it, it doesn't. It doesn't. When you know mobile games for like their chibi style, you see the generic mm -hmm. models. Mm -hmm. When it gets into the cutscenes, the the like characters don't even move their mouths. Which whatever, fine, fair enough. Okay. But when you see the characters and how distinct the main characters are. Mm -hmm. They really did do a great job in remodeling them into a 3D realm. Well, they got good source material. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they, uh, to me, the aesthetics fit the game. Mm -hmm. It was always kind of cutesy. Yeah, you don't want like a Final Fantasy VII remake for Secret of Mana. I think this is, along the lines, this is appropriate. Exactly. When you're looking at a game even like Dragon Quest, that mm -hmm. game didn't get ultra-realistic because it was made by Akira Toriyama for the... Uh, well, you Dragon know, Quest Eleven is like, the, the environments are like hyper-realistic, but the characters are... Yeah, it's are... like a very sparse art style, but it was mm -hmm. very yeah. like high... Graphic? I, I, don't know, I don't know what the right word is for High it. High budget? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah okay, and that's when a better we, way to say it. And when we get a new, you know, mana game, which may or may not happen, they might do the same thing. But when it comes down to a remake, I'm okay with what it was. It's a $45 game Canadian, meaning, what, probably Ooh. 35 bucks American? Yeah. It's not much considering current pricing of indie games, being at, what, $30 mostly for the most part, 25 yeah. bucks. Considering that, to me, it's worth the purchase. Mind you, if you don't, like the original game or haven't played the original game, it's probably not good to buy it. This is strictly for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, 
Oh, sorry. See, what's interesting to me is like I feel like you're being much harder on Lost Fear than you are on this Secret of Mana remake. Like you just point out some very glaring weaknesses in the game, being the music, the voice acting, like and even like the from what you said, like the gameplay in certain. But uh, they places. can be changed. Yes, but it, it's just kind of like then what's the point? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But this is an old school game. This game was made in, if I'm not mistaken, 1993. Mm. Or released in 1993. Probably. They tried to model it after that. There are some problems with certain pieces of the gameplay where you can tell they really tried to model it after the old school to make it feel like the game. And people are complaining about it. To me, it's pointless. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want a full-on remake, then fine, fair enough. But this wasn't that. It never was supposed to be that. Or just you know, go play the original. Exactly what it was at the beginning. Yeah. Or play the original. Yeah. Which it was just I mean, re-released on the SNES Classic. Yep. And on the Switch in Japan, they released a like a compilation of all the Secret of Mana games. And, oh uh, yeah, and that, they've been talking about uh, gauging, it? yeah, gauging, uh, you know, interest over here in the West and potentially re-releasing it based and on the be, sales of the remake, potentially, or it just could be outcry from Twitter or other social media. Who knows, right? But the big thing about that isn't us getting Secret of Mana and the original on the uh, on on a Switch game card. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get a truly localized version of. Seikending Tetsu, whatever the Mana series is called in Japan, 3, which would be Secret of Mana 2. Yes. And we never had that game localized. Mm. Oh my god. Speaking of of, of that localization, what? how about Mother 3 and Bets? Oh, why would... What happened? I lost the bet, Polly. Oh, yeah, that's right. We never talked Hello, about this. we haven't this. talked about no, this didn't. yet. Yeah, so if I'm not mistaken, the... Um, the consequence of the bet for you was that I can make you play whatever I want for, I believe, an hour on either Twitch or YouTube or yeah, whatever right. it is. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on Wait, something. Wait, I think we should talk about the bet and what the bet was. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so about some a year of our ago, viewers, yeah. Yeah, about a year ago, we made a bet between me and Polly. Yeah. I bet that we would get a new Metroid game and an announcement of Mother 3. Yep. And we got half of it. We got half of it and more. Yeah. We got yeah. two Metroid games. We got, yeah. And that's that's saying something. It's yeah. been a decade since we got uh, one Metroid. <laughs> and I, I, I put my my stakes on uh, a Metroid uh, franchise and we got two of them. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I feel like a winner <clears throat> just on that. I, I just remember Everyone's because a winner. Everyone's a winner. The stipulations on the bet on my side were if I were to lose was that I had to write like a 500-word essay. Well, on, no, that, that was part of it. Uh, that, like that was... Because it seemed the odds were stacked in your favor, not only yeah. would Rusty be able to pick a game for you, ah, but then right. you'd also have to write a 500-word essay on the merits of Spirit Tracks as the best Zelda game. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I remember that now. Which honestly still was a win-win in a certain situation, because either I get to humiliate Rusty in a certain way, shape, or form, which is awesome, or I get games from franchises that I love being released here in the West officially, and then I have to play a, ga- a crappy game for an hour and write an essay. Spirit Tracks is not a crappy game. And you've never played Spirit Tracks before? I played, no, I never said Spirit Tracks was a crappy game. I'm saying uh, you make me play a crappy game for an hour. Oh. Yeah. But anyways, to, to speed things up a little bit, I actually have a little surprise for you guys. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with a small thing first. There is a uh, controller that got released recently that... I purchased, and it is incredible. Oh, you got one of those. Whoa, this is the Super... The Super NES. Uh... Yeah, this yeah, is, wow. from, is from 8-Bitto. 8-Bitto is, uh, if you guys don't know them, make recreations of older controllers. And what they did is they made a Switch Pro controller that resembles the Super Nintendo. So it has two thumbsticks. 
It has four uh, four trigger buttons, so two bumpers and two triggers. Yeah. And proper SNES buttons across yeah. the board. You can get it in the Super Nintendo style. That would be the uh, the SN30 Pro or the Super Famicom style, which is the one that I have, mm -hmm. and that's the SF30 Pro. Nice. It's like uh, like the new version of Mad Cats. Yeah. So does this have a gyro in it? Uh, I believe so. Yes. It might. It might. It might not. But I know it does have rumble. It doesn't have HD rumble though. It doesn't have HD rumble. <laughs> but I did bring a Super Nintendo controller for you guys to compare, and I noticed something immediately. The buttons on the 8-Bito are way better. Hmm. Like, way more clicky, nowhere near as mushy. It feels exactly the same in your hand. Yeah, I agree. It's, they, uh... they did an incredible job in recreating that old-school controller. Did, yeah. you guys, did you show it to our viewers? Yeah, they yeah. saw. Cool. And the last the one, comparison. and this actually kind of ties into that, is I see what you mean. this beauty right here. This is the Analog Super NT. What oh my god, is this what I've been this? seeing all over the internet? Uh -huh. It is! Yeah. Cool! So, so Analog is a company that recreates nice. uh, consoles. Okay. And they do it in a way that brings it as close to the original as, pro as possible. Where most emulation machines of sorts will dump nice. the ROM to the, uh, the CPU or to the computer, yeah. and then run it from there and run it on their based-in emulator. This is very different. Nice. This Check runs the game right. like a Super Nintendo from the cartridge. Yes. And brings it to the bus on the, on the chipset, and yep. that's it. You're good to go. Yeah. So uses original controllers. It's got some heft to it. It does. It's, it, it's pretty awesome. It's got a bunch of wicked features, whether it's uh, scaling or resolution choices. Uh, even there's an RGB light right here so it'll turn on and turn red but you can adjust it so i've set it to the famicom colors you should have said into like classic purple oh no no no, no? i like that because it flashes the four colors from the famicom i see now i, I th this comes in four color schemes it uh, does black a gray yeah a super famicom uh it was black uh clear clear and then yeah. there's also the purple the 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 american yeah nst super fam uh, nintendo yeah and uh, that why has did the you, uh, Why did you go with uh, the gray scheme? I've I've always had a soft spot for the Super Famicom. I kind of wished. That oh, this they is based put, off the Super Famicom. The, yeah, this is oh, the Super okay. Famicom version. Where are the colors? That's the problem. And I was thinking, if I can find like a little sticker, like with a clear background, yeah, and paste put, it on top. I'm now, can do they it. not put the logo on it because it's, I would it's guess just one hundred percent. Yeah, because it, it's not an official product, but this yeah. thing runs natively in 1080p, 60 frames per second. Yeah, that's I true. tried it out yesterday. It is flawless yeah. for like every first party title, any big title you could possibly play. Mm -hmm. I did a little bit of research. There are a few smaller titles that aren't perfect, but they are damn close. And there's patches and firmware updates coming for this device. Yeah, I saw soon. a video on this on the internet and it, uh, it plays the really, really hard games uh, to play. Like um, Yoshi's Island yeah. is one of them. Yeah. Uh, anything with a super, uh, super FX ship. Kirby's Dream Land 3, it'll play well. It still has the, uh, the lines and the transparent... There Kirby's a, Dreamland Three. Well, well, there was okay. So you know how there's the two clouds kind of running in certain areas in Kirby's Dreamland Three. Okay. In emulators, the they're not the one that's supposed to be transparent is just a bunch of lines. I see. This has the scaler in it, so if you set it to two times, mm -hmm. it'll automatically blend the colors, mm -hmm. and it actually looks like a transparent cloud okay. going through. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's the customization on this machine is incredible. Yeah. I love it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and we'll just we'll leave this. Neat. <laughs> now I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like this is a uh, like you have a uh, um, a pro controller. Yeah. 
why 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 you need this over what you have? platformers it's an easy easy choice to use that for celeste over the uh the pro controller really oh yeah no question okay because i know that the d-pad does have some issues on the pro controller it does but i find that the only issue it does have is when you're going through like when you need to be really accurate when you're going through menus like left and right yeah. i find when you're on a platformer that the um, the blending in of directions on the pro controller it, it is fine in my opinion for for platformers. Yeah, I you know what I tried it. I tried both because I had both controllers with me in Florida. I, this thing actually got shipped to uh, my, where my parents are down there. Nice. Yeah, so I uh, I yes. had it there. I tried it for the first time there, and it became my definitive controller for platforming. I see. That's and cool. I tried it on fighting games as well because it does hook up to PC, Android, and Mac as mm -hmm. well. And I tried it for with uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, which okay. is a great new fighting game. If you guys are uh, looking to get one, mm -hmm. easy choice for a controller for me for that as well. How much as a fight stick? Uh, I think it was like uh, forty-five American. Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. If it's not ninety dollars, it's not a pro controller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, how much did this bad boy get you? That was expensive. How much? That's one hundred and ninety American. Whoa. Oof. Yeah, but. As the definitive version of a Super Nintendo for HD TV screens. Definitive, was, like, what's definitive mean? Definitive meaning that almost every game that you could possibly want to play on it, either Super Famicom or Super Nintendo, it runs accurately with mm -hmm. the sound and with the video yeah. and natively outputs to 1080. 1080, nice. So it looks crisp. It's yeah. awesome. Now, this versus a Super Nintendo Classic Edition. Uh, Digital Foundry actually did a little piece on it. If you guys want to go watch it, I'm going to butcher it if I get into too much detail. But they did show it off. Mm -hmm. And there are certain games that just do not run well on the Super Nintendo Mini that run incredibly well on this. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Like? Uh, what was it called? Airstrike something or other? You okay. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's that game where you. it's like an isometric view with you're, you're the plane. Well, it's hard to like... Talk about these games because these games were meant to. These games were designed for CRT televisions. Yeah, and now we have they're getting to HD, and every every console has like a different color scheme, and everything's a little bit different. Yeah, there's really no true, um, true answer, true it's, right answer. It's to these true, games. but this at least is RGB compatible. Yes, that that is true. Which is a big, big plus. I know. If it's not official, I don't like it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rusty, what have you been playing? Uh, I've, I haven't been playing much. I'm still on the Super Mario Odyssey train. Yep. Nice. I have three more moons to get. Nice. And that is from the final, um, the final challenge. Oh, nice. the 15 minute, like. Yeah, I haven't really. The darker side. I haven't spent. I, I probably spent about 10 minutes into it. Okay. I'm thinking maybe an hour into it, I could probably beat it. Yep. I just haven't had much time to to get into it. I'm planning a trip for Japan, so like I'm really anytime any extra time that i do have is is being dedicated to japan um there's these little cute um miniature switch cases that are like uh game uh game cases okay oh i know what you're talking that are about. coming out to japan in april i want to buy all of them yeah they're like basically the same size as a switch game card but they're oh. just miniature versions of the uh, of, of the, the actual like the, the game cases, jewel case. I don't know. I don't know what you call that. DVD Weird. case. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking. about. So they're about. like it's like this big like scaled down versions of the actual game box. Just, holy shit! They're just like mini holders for your. Uh, but where would you put them? They're on, they're I feel on like you would lose them. Yeah, they're uh, on keychains. Okay. 
I just like I can see that working. It's cute. It's cute. I just I know myself. I would lose them. Yes, there's no question. But I know myself, and I would not lose them. I have every DS. I have every stylus from every DS console stored in my parents' basement. Well, I've lost every stylus I've ever. I still have my I still have my Spectrobe stylus. Oh, do you? Remember Spectrobe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, Spectrobes. I have so so many goodies in my parents' basement, and every every time I go over, I go down there and comb through everything and make sure like everything's in its proper place and. All my Super Nintendo games are, are, are there, and that's that's what kind of like I really like about this because you have to go get those Super Nintendo cartridges and I'm, stuff. I'm planning on setting aside some money for some like expensive cartridges. I want Secret of Mana. I want Chrono Trigger. Like it's Earthbound. that's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is um, it. It's happening. Demon's Crest. Oh, you know what? I forgot about Demon's Crest. Mis- I want to play that. Mystical Ninja. Yeah. This also plays Japanese. Uh, yeah, games. Super Famicom games. Super Famicom games. And Mystical Which... Ninja 1 and 2, you don't need much. Uh, there's not much um, dialogue going on. Yeah. They're just platformers, and they're supposed to be really, really good. Yeah, I actually, I have two uh, recreations. So it was uh, Dore Mi, the uh, yeah, whatever. That, that came out on the Wii. I yep. remember that was a uh... yeah. So somebody ripped that ROM and loaded it to a Super Nintendo cartridge for me. So yep. whoever you are, thank you. And um, I also got uh, Poppins Quest, the one with it kind of looks like Link but with longer hair. It's a girl with a blue outfit. Okay, and jumps around, spins a sword. Yes, yeah, so you show you showed me that. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, so I can't wait to play those. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna wait for the virtual console on the Switch to happen. Mm-hmm. And then uh, hopefully, Soon. hopefully it does Soon. happen. Soon. But until until then, this is a, a really cool alternative. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love that. Like it's here, and I can touch it and see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Arzy. Um, oh, sorry. I'm not done. Arzy, so what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also playing. Paula gets 25 minutes. Rusty gets two. <laughs> I know. Fuck sakes. I'm also playing uh, Final Fantasy 15. Oh, on my phone. Oh, okay. And God, it's horrible. Oh God, I knew it. But it's so cute. It. It's kind of cute. But it's the same thing with a uh, Secret of Mana. Their mouths don't move when they're talking. Yeah. But the voice acting is pretty good. It's from the um, everything's been ripped from the Final Fantasy 15 game. Okay. The cutscenes have been recreated, but it's all in chibi style. So like I like I was talking about, it's a really cool demake. I guess it's not a demake if they're just cheaping out in some ways. Is, is no, this, it's, it's a demake. All right. Is, is this the version that we're going to be seeing on the Switch? No one knows. No one knows. I okay, think Square Enix is trying everything they can to get the full version running on it. I doubt we'll see it. Yeah, I can't mm. see that. But that I think every every big developer game. is scrambling to get on board because the Switch is such a success, and yeah. we're going to get into some Switch sales right after um, after Erzy. What have you been You're playing? You're about to segue me out. Where are you? No, I totally would not. <laughs> so I, um, I finished Undertale. Or at least my first pass through. <laughs> Stop poking each other. <laughs> I can see the time, Polly. I'm poking you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I finished Undertale. So I did like a regular pass through. In the end, like the, the ending was really, really cool, but... Not my cup of tea. No, the the game in general, like it just like I like I was trying to finish it, like I I just it, it didn't it didn't do anything for me. What it, what what didn't do it for you? It just seemed kind of jokey and like very like self referential, and I like that it's very very different, but it just felt tedious. I got <laughs> sick of the battle system. I got sick of the like anime side jokes of everything's like sundere or like however you pronounce that properly and like <laughs> it, it was just it just came off really jokey 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 and it, it wasn't that was like the part of the charm for me though yeah that's there... why i liked it so much was because of like sans with his like ridiculous and ridiculously shitty puns yeah and papyrus being just a 
bag of hammers. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I, I, I really did like it for that reason, but I see where you're coming from. If, if you're not into that, it gets old quick. Yeah. And I, like, I'm kind of annoyed by the path system where the game afterwards, like, like I knew there's like the pacifism, like there's the sort of genres in between pacifism and genocide, but I didn't realize that like you have to do one of those religiously in order to get like a proper ending, which kind yeah. of, like I literally, I think I killed like two people. In the entire game, oh, and yeah, otherwise and I was running full pacifism, and I found out that had I not just been like experimenting at the start of the game, yeah. that I would have had the ideal ending. And I really don't feel like going through the entire game over and uh, like over again just to get that. Like yeah. some some people love that, but I know where you're coming from. It's it, it almost seems like a detriment to have to run through a whole RPG again just to get a different ending. Yeah, like it, back in the day with you know the Chrono Triggers of the world and whatnot. Even with those, you didn't have to restart the game for a bunch of it. There wasn't any point where you could turn back or you had to turn back outside of getting Magus to your team. Yeah. Like, I wish there was multiple save files. I understand why there isn't. And it's very important to, like, yeah. how the game plays and how the game ends and a lot of that kind of stuff. But I really wish I could have saved at certain points and be like, you know, I want to see where this goes. Because I was trying not to look at spot. Uh, like, I yeah. would have liked to be able to... Let's have a save point. I'm going to try to go in this path or branch off this way. But instead, you're just kind of like stuck with it. And I did not like that game again, uh, enough to play like multiple playthroughs. What's the battle uh, system like? It's like it's a... turn-based? It's like sort of... a shmup into an RPG. What? Yeah. yeah, it's like a hybrid of like the Earthbound battle system. Yep. And yeah, like, the, like, like shmup elements. Oh. Where like you're in combat when you're avoiding attacks. You're like this little cursor and you're dodging projectiles and the projectiles are all different and that sounds fun yeah yeah like the, the gameplay is actually okay but i just mm -hmm. it got so tedious for me after a while i don't know i what really got me with that game specifically i don't know if this happened to you because it won't happen to a lot of people but when your uh rabbit mother fights you yes that when she takes you in and you try to escape and she needs to test your strength whatever uh, when you fight her, I ended up killing her because I couldn't find a way to do the pacifism mode quick enough. Yeah. I ended up, I ended up killing her. Yeah. And then I realized, I'm like, wait, no, this can't be the right way. So I know I had a save beforehand. So I reloaded the old save, went back, beat her in the pacifist mode, mm -hmm. didn't kill her. And then when I got out or it was before or after, I can't remember what, but Flowey showed up out of nowhere and he's like, I know what you did. The exact same thing happened to me, yeah. actually. Like, that kind of stuff, I think that is the coolest part of the game. Yeah. And without getting more details, like, the ending, how all the things happen yeah. from there. Like, at the end, I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, you know, like, I knew exactly what was happening as the game was happening. And it's like, all right, all right. I, I, I see what you're doing here. Like, yeah. Like all, like, all right, you got me, you fucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it, you know what, for the... One guy creating pretty much everything, including the music. Yeah. It was very meta, especially to the industry. Like every boss, I believe, was supposed to represent musically a different era in gaming. Oh, interesting. So Megalovania okay. was supposed to be like Super Nintendo. There's one song that was made specifically in Mario Paint. Oh, cool. Yeah. Love Mario Paint. Yeah. So like each piece of that was supposed to represent something, a, a different era in the gaming industry. Like the Koopa Kids. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I still love that game. Yeah. <laughs> I hate its community, but I love the game. Yeah. It was, in the end, it was all right. But, like, yeah. I, I was expecting more. It might have been overhyped. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Totally. Mm -hmm. Cool. What else? 
Um, played a little bit more of They Are Billions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I I at least beat a stage. Yeah. (laughs) I've beaten the game once. Oh. And then, like, started playing on a harder difficulty, on a harder level, and just keep getting murked every time. Like, that game's got... (laughs) great bones to it but for me to be able to play a game for four hours and then just get fucked in the final 15 minutes and then yep. start all over That's again hard. like i i just don't have the time to have that much <sighs> like at stake you know what i mean because oh, yeah. if i lose if i like i, I do understand the playing the game and then the, the actual feeling of accomplishment when you've actually beaten it because it like it's actually very challenging but it, it's just like the risk reward, like the the time investment is just yeah. so steep right now. And also, mm. it's early in the game's th- uh, early in the game's sort of balance, and there's a lot of like units and structures that are basically useless comparative to other ones. So there's yeah. basically like really one way to play the game right now. Like the like there's certain units that are just either cost prohibitive or they just aren't as good as other things alongside them. Like there's certain units that are just base entirely superfluous. Yeah, and yeah. so there's like there, there's no Pokemon point of using syndrome. Them. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> when there's only five units yeah. in the entire game, and at least two of them aren't worth their weight, like then yeah, well, you know, okay, I got you. It it just ends up being a very similar playthrough every time. Uh, see, it's this is making me not want to play this game because I mean, let alone that like I this is what stopped me from playing the last. Um, oh my god, what was that game called? Uh, those the games Last called? of Us? No, Dragon's Breath. Oh. Or whatever you know what I'm talking about, right? The Dragon Breath games or whatever, the Capcom RPGs that okay. were for Super Nintendo and Game Boy Advance, whatever. No, uh, I'm uh, pretty sure it was Dragon's familiar. Breath or something like that. Yeah, right, Anyways, whatever. I can't remember. I, I'm having a brain fart right now. But I loved the second one and the third one. Never got to play the fourth, which apparently was the like the best one out of the bunch. And then five came out, and it was that style of game where like no matter how far you made it into a dungeon, if you died, game over. Yeah. And it just, it, it completely deterred me from playing it. So I know where you're coming from. It's just, what's the point? Why, why bother putting this much effort and time into something that could just completely fuck you later on? Yeah, I, I guess, like, it's not even, like, I even understand the appeal of that. Because it's like why, would, like, why would you play Dark Souls if you're going to be dying so much? Like, that kind of yeah, mentality. It's not so much the difficulty. It's just me, like, my time for video games is narrow. It's not my only hobby. And my time to spend on it is really small. So if I'm only going to get four hours of game time in an entire week. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to get the full experience and not feel like, all right, I guess I'll try again over the course of next week. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a certain time investment I have to be able to have to truly enjoy that game. And I just don't have it. I, I get you. I mean, in the in the sense of Dark Souls and dark, whatever demon, whatever whatever Souls game, um, they at least have the bonfires. Like, there's no way it's four hours in between bonfires in that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, you can lose some progress. And I've gotten pissed off at other RPGs that were way easier than that. But to have it that you're four hours, five hours into a game and you lose everything, it's a rage quit and delete. Yeah, for me at least. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for discussing um, <laughs> your uh, what you're playing. Yeah. So, sorry, mine took so long. Yeah. God damn it. Well, I missed last episode. <laughs> I had a lot. That's true. Okay, but um, let's take a little break, and uh, when we return, we will talk some Switch sales, some Kingdom Hearts, and maybe some Nintendo Labo. See you soon. See ya.
are back. Thanks for sticking around. Hey. Um, on this half of Game and Watch It, let's get into some Switch sale numbers. Yeah, let me just pull this up. So as you guys know, the Switch has been doing really, really well. Mm -hmm. It has outsold um, in comparison to the Wii U. Did I say that right? Um, yeah. yeah. yeah so, I, think it, I think it did like the Wii U's numbers in its first year. Not even, because it came out in March, and it hasn't even been a full year yet, and it's already outpaced the Wii U by like... So the Wii U and its total life sale numbers... Well, how long was it out for? Probably like four or five years? I think it had uh, a regular four, lifespan, right? Three, four it years, had, I think. Yeah, it had a regular lifespan. Yeah. And uh, it, it, was, it was still pretty short. Normal lifespans are like six to eight years. Yeah, now they are. But I guess it had like well, a normal... They're not anymore. Now they're like down to like four years because you're supposed to buy the upgrade. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's system. the point five. It's still same generation, yeah, you know But I think I mean, if, we, quote, if, we look back, if we look back at like SNES and NES and stuff like that, it was, it yeah. was always about five years, five, six years. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see where you're coming from. So, with that. in the Wii U's lifespan, it sold uh, 13.56 million units, mm -hmm. and the Switch has sold in its first eight months, nine months. Yeah, has sold 14.86 million units. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it's also not saying much because the Wii U sold extremely low. Yeah, yeah. I think the PS4 right now is sitting on 70 some odd million right now. The PS4? PS4. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and it, I, as I far think. as I know, the the Switch is matching the PS4's first year, if not maybe barely exceeding it. Exceeding it. Yeah. Not barely. I think it's like doing... Was it? I, I don't know if it's, it's if it's exceeding it. I know it is, but I don't know by how much. But um, <clears throat> in terms of like games and stuff, the oh, amount yeah. of games the Switch has compared to the PS4 and Xbox Oh, trust me. I remember, I remember that first year for the PS4. insane. <laughs> Yeah, the, I remember that. I, like I played Killzone. That game was not that good of a game. Yeah, yeah. I think it's got like a hundred more games in its first year than it does to this generation of, of uh, consoles. Mm. So it's doing really well um, in terms of software numbers. Mario Odyssey has sold nine million units. What's that compared to Zelda? Uh, more. Really? Yeah. Much more. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Zelda, yeah. I think was at seven mil. Uh, Zelda is at six point seven million units. Huh. I don't know if that's the yeah, that that is a combination of Wii U and Switch uh, numbers. Hmm. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold no 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 no. The Legend of Zelda 6.7 million units just on the Switch, so it's a little higher. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold another 7.3 million units. Hmm. A, a freaking port. Is almost has almost doubled what it made on the uh, the Wii U. It's crazy. Even like yeah, so Mario Kart Eight, like yeah. So everyone was complaining ridiculous. about like, oh, it's gonna be a port machine, but Nintendo knows what they're doing. They're yeah. releasing these ports and they're selling crazy. Well, they had this great yeah. stable of games for the Wii U, which were f like fantastic first party games. Like in some cases, at their time, like Mario Kart Eight, the probably like were arguably the best in the entire series, but they didn't really get the widespread appeal just because of the low play base on the Wii U. Yeah. And now Nintendo's got a winner on their hands. All the fanboys are coming mm -hmm. home to roost. Yeah. yeah. It's and true. Uh, it's impressive to say the least. It yeah. is. But you know what? This makes a lot of sense. When it comes down to it, the Wii U, again, sold, what, 13.56 million units over its lifespan, right? Yes. Which, don't get me wrong, it's still... A fair number, considering well, it wasn't great. Compared but to, it's the lowest of all of of all the systems. Yeah, but if you look at people like, uh, if you guys remember Dan from uh, one or two episodes on the podcast, our good friend, he just never owns Nintendo consoles. When he does, he usually gets rid of them after the first year or two. That's He's true, just yeah. always been that way. But the Switch has been sticking with him. Mm -hmm. I've been talking to him about it, and like games like 
Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and now Bayonetta 2. And, and one. And well, and one, but that came out on most other consoles. Two was exclusive to the Wii U. That's true. It, with all these other games that are coming out that were on the Wii U that are now being released on the Switch, people mm. that never got a chance to play them and people that will never own a Wii U yeah. are finally getting a chance to play this, not only on their TV, but portable as well. It's true. Just now as like these as as fans and gamers, it's like when is it too many ports and when is it not enough ports? What's this balance? If it was up to me, just release everything. But like they have to, they have to like do this strategically. Yeah, it's it's gonna be spread out. But honestly, as long as it's a good game, re-release mm. it. Who cares? Yeah. Because anybody who hasn't played it will buy it, mm. and that's a lot of people. I mean, when you're looking at a system that outsold its predecessor in its first year over what four or five years for yeah. the uh, the one before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go nuts. There's a, a bunch of people that okay, never owned this console. Now, like, let's say, Arzy, you played Mario Odyssey and you yeah. played Mario 3D World. Yes. Now, like, how can, like, going from Odyssey and then let's say they re-release 3D World, is that, like, will that put a, that, will that put, a, like, a bad taste in Mario players' mouths or? I don't know about that. Like, it all depends as if you've played it before and whether you think that game deser uh, deserves a replay. I myself, you know, like, I'm... I am the least fan of platformers of the yep. three of us. Yeah. I played Mario 3D Land. I really, really enjoyed it, but I wouldn't want to replay it. Conversely, something like Mario Kart just has that universal mm -hmm. um, couch co-op uh, replayability yep. to it. Whereas I, I would say less so for platformers, even multiplayer platforms. Yeah. And well, frankly, I don't even know if I would have gotten Mario Kart if I didn't get it for free <laughs> as a uh, apology from Nintendo. But uh, like I... I, like yeah, it depends on whether I played the game before, and I think what they need to market to is the fact that, like as you said, this isn't this is in I would imagine in a very large percentage an entirely new player base. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people that have switches now never had Wii U's, so for them these games would be brand new. But yeah, I I see what you mean that would that feel like a more uh, like a downgrade from mm -hmm. Mario Odyssey, but I would even say at this point, like they've become two very different games. Like yes. the, the 3D overworld Marios and the 2D strictly platforming Marios have really diverged to a certain degree where they're essentially different games with a lot of similarities. Yeah, I completely agree. Not to mention, there's been a lot of talk ever since the Dolphin emulator came out uh, for PC. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are upscaling games like uh, <clears throat> Mario uh, Galaxy, let's yes. say. Or Donkey Kong, uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Mm -hmm. And they look phenomenal. And it's all just built into the assets. They had to downscale them for the console, but they were built with HD in mind. Yeah. So the fact that you can upscale them means that we have the potential of seeing even Wii games being ported to this console. And why not? At the end of the day... Well, the infrastructure is not built for it. They don't have a sensor bar uh, built into the system now maybe they can build like a, a cardboard piece and you could use the ir camera and the right joycon and you could like prop that on top of your tv to make like a a weird makeshift sensor bar and wiimote combination but, but why would out you, of the box it's not it's not built for wii games but not all of them but why would you need it for something like mario galaxy or something like donkey kong country Returns? because mario galaxy you're using the pointer to collect um the star the bits, star bits. Yeah. but that that was one and only aspect. Beyond that, it was but it was physics, part of it. It was while you're walking around. around. It's something to do just to like collect it. It was part of the game. Yeah, it's it was not impossible, second nature. But it would take that extra effort to either find some kind of uh, compare, like whether just using I I don't know how sophisticated the gyros are now or the IR camera, like you said, or either that or just like find some way that you just you know shake the controller. Or even if it's effect. even if it's just maybe use platoon controls and just have that cursor and you just like. 
that's um, possible. Position yeah. it around you, the, your you, Canadian. You definitely could. I'm not saying that like Skyward Sword is going to be re-released because that would be the toughest one out of the bunch. But, but it but would be game, so beautiful because that game it would be like you said. The, a lot of these Wii games were built for 480p, but they were built in a time where PS4, oh no, beyond uh, PS, that. they were built at a time where PS3 graphics were out, and the technology yep. in these games were there. It was just you couldn't see them because they were hidden behind a 480 screen. Exactly, and that was the problem. If you guys get a chance, please go check out the, especially Mario Odyssey and how uh, they upscaled it. Sorry, uh, that's what I meant. Sorry, you're right. Mario Galaxy and how they upscaled it on the PC emulators. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. So even I do the, want to see more. Even Donkey Kong Country Returns, yeah. like they're basically the same models from Returns to uh, Tropical, yeah, Tropical Freeze. Freeze. Tropical Freeze, yep. yeah. It's just upscaled. Yep. Like that game on the Wii looked so good that they didn't have to do much for Tropical, Tropical Freeze other than make a game. But I, I completely agree. Yeah. I would love to. I'm surprised they didn't have Donkey Kong uh, Country Returns and uh, Donkey Kong uh, Tropical Freeze as a, as a pack-in. It's because they had Funky Kong mode instead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, or the coolest of baby modes. Yes. Yeah. The funkiest of baby modes. The funkiest. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder I wonder um what were we talking about? <laughs> it was it was the, the sales of the Switch. Yeah, the Switch sold happening. really well. I, I think we've uh Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's uh, let's take a look at uh, the Nintendo's uh, past. So um right under the the Wii uh so the Wii U is the worst selling console and then next to that we have the Nintendo GameCube at 21 million units sold. Yep. And then we go on to, uh, I guess, the N64, 32 million units sold. Yeah. And then the... The Super Family actually didn't have much. I'm kind of surprised by that. Me too. I'm very surprised. But look at look how many uh, software units it sold. It's three 380 million units of software yeah, sold. Yeah, compared to just shy of 50 million units sold for Super Nintendo and Super Famicoms combined. And yeah. it's hard to compare because the markets for video games are just so much higher right now. Like, of course. In terms of the percentage of the population that plays video games... Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a completely different time, so it's it hard is. to really go back and compare. It is, but it, it was a steady decline from the NES. The NES, you're looking at 61.91 million. Yeah. The Super Family is uh, 49.1. N64 is 32.93. GameCube is 21.74. So in terms of the, the home console, it started yeah. on a high note on the NES. Exactly. And then went all the way down until we got to the Wii, and then it, it spiked and doubled what the original NES did at 101 million units sold. Yeah. So if you're looking at Nintendo right now, you're looking at three spikes. One on the original Nintendo, then it went down. Another spike for the Wii, and then it went down for the Wii U. And then another big spike for the Switch yeah. so far. And now if you look on the portable side, um, it's always been strong. Yeah. Uh, Game so, Boys, it's always been in the hundred thousands, eighty-one thousand, seventy-one thousand for the DS family line. The Game Boy seems a little bit skewed though, because that includes the Game Boy Color as well, and that's one hundred eighteen point six nine across all Game Boys outside before the. Yeah, but the Game Boy Color was like it was just a little blip in the. It was, but it wasn't. It was still an upgraded console. It was a new Game Boy. You know what I mean? The, the, the games were more graphically intensive than your standard Game Boy games. Yeah, but the Game Boy Color sucked. <laughs> it was like I don't know. I'm just saying, it. comparing that to the DS at 154 million units, like that—that's huge. That's really big. That, and then the 3DS, you're looking at 71.9, and it's so. still selling really well. The 3DS. Yep. And uh, I, I don't. I think Nintendo will will continue to support this this system into 2018. Well, is there even any? I think so. Like, what's still on the future for 3DS right now? I think there's a. Uh, they haven't announced much. 
Like, but there's, there's like a sushi, there's like a sushi sakudu uh, puzzle game that they announced okay. at last C3. That still hasn't. Isn't come there out like yet. this? Isn't there like an, a JRPG coming out, like the Paradise something or? Don't know. I'm forgetting. Well, Ever Oasis. Yeah. That's, no, that's, that's already out. That's oh, been out, out for a while. We yeah. got Detective Pikachu coming out in March. Yeah. Um, March 28th or something like that. Yeah. That'll be my plane ride game <laughs> to Tokyo. Nice. And. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll see more. I personally like the 3DS. I, I kind of don't want it to, to to fade away just yet. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. It's just it's going to get harder and harder as time goes on with the Switch. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think the, the Switch is doing well. Yep. The PS4 is doing well. It is. The Xbox is doing well. It's a really Huge good time. Huge influx for the Xbox, yeah. What do you mean? Uh, just considering everything, right around the time where the Xbox One or S came out, mm-hmm. they started seeing increases in sales. And now, I, I don't remember the numbers, but the Xbox One X and that era, especially when they started merging everything with Windows, mm-hmm. their sales have been skyrocketing. They That's haven't good. quite matched what PS4 is doing, even on a year-to-year basis, mm-hmm. but they're getting damn close. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But it's a good time to be a gamer. Yeah. Know? And it's a good time for uh, developers and, and video game companies to, to to be in this business. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, another little side note, Nintendo has delayed their online uh, infrastructure till yes. September. Yeah. <clears throat> Year and a half into the release. Well, that's good for us. <laughs> yeah. We're not paying for online. It's, it's just more... It is, it's, but I mean, for $20 a year, who really cares? You know what I mean? I'd rather see that and at least see the virtual console come out. Yeah, that's what I'm features. more interested about because yeah. when they do announce their uh, their online infrastructure, mm-hmm. we'll get that free. We'll get more information on what they're going to do. Will they offer any freebies? We know they're, they they said they would offer uh, an online NES game, but who yeah. knows where their plans are now yeah. with all these delays and everything. Yeah, so like, I'm curious to see what comes with the announcement. I think they are. Uh, personally, I think... The, the popular theory is true that they're working on some kind of like Netflix of gaming sort of streaming service to go with that where there's sort of a rotating cast of games that will be available at any given time to play yeah. with your online subscription. And that like that's the uh, that seems like the only obvious response considering they are keep pushing out the online service and there's absolutely no word about a virtual console. So those two things must be intrinsically linked. For oh, sure. yeah. 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 There's no question. And honestly, a video game streaming service, that's going to kill it in this industry. Like what PlayStation Now is doing, but with old school virtual console games, yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah, I'm, I'm I can't wait to yeah. to hear more. And yeah. Nintendo has finally announced there's something to do with your gold coins. Oh God, for the yeah. Switch yeah. in March, but they're really cutting it down for the wire <laughs> for those of us that cashed in their stuff early. Yeah, I mm. saw some some internet article and um an, another YouTube video about something about saving. Don't register your games until they. Um, officially announce the the rewards. Yeah. Because yeah. apparently there's like, I don't know, some algorithm, but just, just hold tight and wait and uh, we'll let you know or the internet will let you know because mm. no one watches us. Cute. <laughs> and moving on, we have a uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 8. <laughs> All right. When you walk away, you don't hear. <laughs> so we got two new trailers from Kingdom Hearts. And oh, we yeah. got a brand new song from uh, Yutada Hikari. Yeah. And you always know it's a brand new uh, entry in the mainline Kingdom Hearts series when we get a brand new song from her. Mm-hmm. And she's fantastic. I love all her songs. Yeah. This one's kind of cool. It's got like this offbeat, off tempo. Yeah, it, it's yeah. almost like your like new age hip hop style drum beat to it with like the uh, the alternating hi hats and whatnot. Yeah, if that totally. makes any sense to anybody. Yeah. yeah, mixed with like Adele. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit notes of, of Adele. Yeah, but it, it definitely comes off more as like an end credit song than yes. a sort of pop up opening the game song. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they always have the an orchestra version, a pop version, and a like acoustic piano version. Mm. Mm. And they always have a new dearly beloved um, remix or like a new iteration of yeah. dearly beloved, and that's one of my favorite songs. Mm. It's uh, the menu song if you're not aware. Yeah. I was gonna say if there's anything, all right. If, if there's anything that Kingdom Hearts has done right, it's the music. Like every game, for the most part, has killed it on yeah. the music side. She's a very, she's a great composer. She is. Don't know her name, but I know she did Super Mario RPG. Yeah, I believe she also did Xenoblade Chronicles, the first one. She did. Yeah, yeah. A great, great composer. Yeah, she's one of the greats. Yeah, one hundred percent. What do you guys think of the trailer? It it's, revealed a lot. It's Kingdom Heartsy. <laughs> it is. I like the new worlds though. Whether we're looking at what Toy Story yep. or Monsters Inc. Pixar is right in there. Yeah, they showed uh, Ariel as like a super move, and thank God because I do not want to go back to that uh, world. Summon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah so we saw uh, we saw Monsters Inc. We saw Toy Story. We saw Tangled, and I think there's one more. What am I forgetting here? Uh, I know there's a Hercules world. Oh that... yes, and we saw because we saw Olympus. So there's yeah, we saw Hercules Olympus world. already. Yeah. Um, that's about it. But these um these these uh these this game looks fantastic. It does. It looks like it looks like a Pixar not as good as a Pixar movie, but it's super close to like the original Toy Story. Yeah. And uh, Monsters Incorporated looks fairly well. Sully, I guess, because of the hair. Yeah. Physics, uh, they can't reproduce what Pixar can reproduce. But it, it kind of seems cheap. Yeah, but like that's what they have to do. Mike Wazowski looks really good. Yeah. Everyone looks fantastic. All the the costumes are great. Yeah. We saw Riku giving up his Keyblade. That was ridiculous. Yes, more wonderful story. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah, the, the, it's going to be great. I can't wait to hear about the nothings and the heartless and the <laughs> whatever new enemy Nobody's. comes. And all like the characters in those black cloaks because we don't want to have to bother having a different model for the bodies. <laughs> And they're gender-swapped anime heads and all with the spiky haircuts. Hey, you oh, leave man. that story alone. I've been following that story for like 10 years. Have now. you? Because I don't think anyone's been following that story. It is. You can watch YouTube videos about like how it's... Uh, I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> I know. I, I, as soon as like I get to... Like, a, like I know Game Trailers put out a timeline video. It's yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah. But I, I was watching it and I was like 10 minutes into this hour-long video and I was like, yeah, uh, I'm done. I don't got time. Yeah. The, the gameplay has always been a, uh, a huge plus for the series for uh -huh. the most part at least when you're looking at the main games like your uh, birth by sleeps your numbered titles dream drop distance the gameplay has always been spectacular in mm -hmm. those games so if you want to play a game for the game definitely it's a I'm, really good action rpg it is and it looks like they're taking it to the next level of three yeah or eight or 20 or whatever it is right now officially this is the eighth entry into the kingdom Hearts series and yeah. these they're not really side games these these side games are integral part uh, like story uh, <laughs> points, you know what I mean? Even, like even recoded, which was a mobile game, like it's yeah. ridiculous. Especially Chain of Memories it, oh, for, yeah. for Game Boy Advance. If you if you didn't play that game and you went into Kingdom Hearts two, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yep. You'd still be like, "What the fuck is going on?" But um, less so if you've played uh, Chain of Memories. Yeah, thank God for the uh, the manga because I read those instead and I got the idea of what happened in Chain of Memories and then I moved on into two. It was perfect. Yeah. I remember those mangas. They were awesome. Yeah. yeah. I liked them. They mm. were cute. Anyways, uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 3? I can't wait to play it. I always enjoy it. It's always a good, stupid fun with a stupid storyline. <laughs> yeah, it seems about right. Yeah. I, I'm excited for the gameplay. I cannot wait for it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm excited to find out vague details so I can make fun of it. <laughs> that is true. Maybe we'll find out if Kingdom Hearts is really light. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on, let's get into Nintendo Labo. Yes. Two new oh. trailers. All right. Yep. 
Uh, we got two new trailers. Uh, what did you guys think? Uh, I like it. It's it, it seems like they're doing a lot with it. Mm-hmm. I'm the the one I'm most excited for is the music one. It seems like they're really adding in a bunch of great music functionality, even the ability to change like things like the reverb or if you like shake the little keyboard, it adds vibrato to it. Yeah. You can record and make your own songs like in Mario Paint. Mm-hmm. This is perfect. Yeah. I I love this. Yeah, I agree. It's like a Wii Music. Yeah, too. Yeah, I'm really impressed by uh, it seems like the games are a lot more deep than I would have expected yeah. um, for each of the various mini games. But like, I'm sure Labo is going to be a hit. Like, It's looking pretty great for, what it's, so too. for what it's uh, planning to be. Yeah, they had a lot of hands-on preview events and everything has just been positive. Good. From the durability of the cardboard. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. To the um, to like just the whole like just from like start to finish. But how does it stand up to spilled beer? That's true. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to spray like some kind of clear coat all over mm-hmm. your stuff. But that's the point Scotch of like the arts yeah. and crafts mm-hmm. aspect. Like they're they're making you like put more tape on it to make it prettier. Yeah, and also like give it more structure. Yeah. So it's a, there it's brilliant. I really think this is like one of the best ideas that has come out of Nintendo in a very long time. Oh yeah, just for pure innovation and re like reinventing the wheel in a sense yeah. for video games. One hundred percent, I agree. Just even like some like I, I like to like just make up with game concepts in my head sometimes and just like come up with different ideas and then like they show Labo and I was like, what the <laughs> how <laughs> like how how did they come up with that? Like my mind would have never gone there. Yeah, and that just shows it just show, goes to show that that's why they're my favorite company and I, they are easily one of the best video game companies in the world and there's like no just every, like just like not even like just like in general like just creativity yeah. and like innovation and stuff yeah i completely agree i i do want to see what else they're going to come out with because this seems just like the first phase oh, yeah. in many to well come. we already discussed that uh toy con set three yeah they, they they teased yep but um i would like i had a dream actually that uh they uh they made a uh, doom made uh, a label gun and like it was their huh. own thing, and then it's like now you can play Doom with this shotgun, yeah, and uh, and you can play through the game with it. So, so it's just like I can start seeing like third party developers coming up with um, with their own sort of Labo equivalents. Yeah, I can also see them coming up with like smaller packages that maybe have one small attachment and marketing yep. it for a lower price. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of flexibility and potential there. Oh, tons. True, yeah. And I was saying this before, but I want to see something along the lines of like a Korg. You know, synthesizer built for the Switch that will use the keyboard that they've yeah. already made for Labo. It's there and it works exactly like my small little MIDI controller. I have double the amount of keys on it, but honestly, when you're able to switch octaves and record something like you wouldn't like a tracker or what they're giving you already, yeah. you don't need it. All you need to do is just adjust the octave as you're writing down notes and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, that's that was one thing I was gonna say is like the one like only having one octave there is yeah. probably gonna make it a bit tedious to do a lot of songs. Like yeah. I, I'm. Curious to see how they can make it that maybe you could just rapidly change octaves while playing. So, yep. from what it looked like, it's like a menu where you have to go back and adjust the octave of everything you're playing, which strikes me uh, that that would be very, very tedious. Yeah, they might add functionality with like some of those attachments that they showed where you mm-hmm. can like plug something in, it changes the look or can do something, you can like adjust yeah. something. You can put those little I mean. cards in like old school, like Western pianos. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. that is so cool. Yeah, the, like the beat cards and yeah. uh, waveforms. Like yeah. That, that, it's just those things like that that 
Like it, it's, I would have never even thought of having that much detail in this thing. I just figured, okay, it's just you're gonna teach you little songs, you know, play like Claire de Lune or some shit, yep. and then that that would be the end of the day. But when you saw the whole suite they have set up, that's far more in depth, I would say, than even Mario Paint from overseeing. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. And then yeah, like the waveform cards and yeah. the, the beat cards that you put in, like that's just so that's so impressive. It's yeah. you know what, for anybody that is into music creation, especially digital music creation, they mm -hmm. already know what certain waves look like. And they can recreate them in that form. Even for chip tunes, it's easy. Your square wave is just this. Oh, really? So if you can set that up and cut it properly, put it in, you can make chip tunes yeah. and create the different layers and tracks for yourself, different instruments, and just create your own actual chip tune song within this video game. It's almost like incredibly meta, you know? Yeah, yeah the community behind this is going to be huge. I can't wait to see yeah. people's pianos. I can't wait to see like how they customize their, their pianos and then see like customized songs and, and just see like customized tracks from that. Like you could scan your own track and, and you could use the bike to, to yeah. draw the path and other things. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, there's so much potential and I'm, I'm probably going to buy it, but I'm just more curious just to go online and see what people create. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same thing. The, the community is going to be gigantic with yeah. something like this, so I'm I'm excited. Are you guys going to get it? Has it changed your mind? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm doing it even just for the keyboard. Did alone. this trailer change your mind, or were you going to get it beforehand? I was going to get it beforehand. This kind of solidified what I was planning on doing, anyways. But I do want to try out a few other things. It looks like uh, the, the motorbike one is going to be my second mainstay. That yeah. looks really, really fun. Looks cool, yeah. And apparently yeah. The, the the engine has kind of been picked up from Mario Kart 8. Which is very a, similar. It does. And that's a great choice. Mario Kart Tour we haven't talked about. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What's this? I haven't heard about this. Yeah, the, this? the next mobile game from Nintendo is Mario Kart Oh, I haven't heard about this. I haven't really announced much, so there's nothing to talk about, but... That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, well, you know how it's going to play. It's going to be all gyro. Who knows? It might be like slot cars. It might be an aerial view. Who knows what they'll do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, there's so many options. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I, I'm just everything they've been coming out with recently has been, if not a home run, damn freaking close. Yeah, they've been pretty good so far. Yeah, so I'm excited. Kirby's coming out next month. Bayonetta's coming out. It's out. Oh, that's right. It came, yeah, it out, came yesterday. out yesterday. Yeah. Now I played uh, part two on my on my Wii U when it came out. Yeah. But I never got around to playing part one. So oh, the opposite. I played yeah. one. I never played two. Oh, I see. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna buy it again. Oh, I'm replaying it. There's no and, question. Uh, I also want to buy it because it comes with a reversible. Uh, Sleeve, yeah, 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 for the and, arts, and uh, yeah, so yeah. I have my Wii U um Bayonetta 2, and I don't have a Bayonetta 1, so I'm gonna flip know. it over. I don't know if I should buy it, probably not. I probably shouldn't, but I probably will. I'm 100% gonna buy it. I forgot because I was actually planning on going to get it yesterday, and I obviously forgot about it. So, but you now don't that have the I'm, Wii U version, I, I do, but I want to replay it, dude. That, that game for a beat em up is the definitive 3D beat em up, like it outbeat everything else that Platinum's ever touched. Outside of maybe near Automata, but I can say for sure, okay. still haven't played it. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Any uh, final thoughts? Anything you want to like stress from the podcast? Any uh, last words? I got one. Yeah. What's that? Fuck Square Enix. <laughs> no. Whatever they, no. Whatever they've been touching right now, they have so much potential and they have been squandering it. They've been making stuff that I'm enjoying, but as I'm playing it, all I can think of is I could have seen this game and made it better instantly with just a few adjustments i disagree i think kingdom hearts 3 trailers both of them were the highlights of my week oh yeah those are trailers I, I i guarantee you when the game comes out there's gonna be some fucky shit kingdom hearts has always been a good game 
Uh, they, yeah. They've always been fun to play, and I, I haven't really had a problem other than the storyline. I well, I mean that's everybody. Else. That's everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm just hoping to God that they don't fuck up Kingdom Hearts three. But even again, the Square, the Secret of Mana uh, remake. They could have done a way better job on. I'm still enjoying it because of nostalgia. But as I said before, if you haven't played the game and you didn't love it that uh, that much, mm-hmm. don't bother buying it. It's not worth it. Also, Lost Fear, kind of a disappointment in a sense. Still a good game. Not as good as I Am Satsuna. Okay. So like, it seems like they're just on a, um, on a downturn right now, which is not great. Cool. It seems like they don't care enough. Awesome. Yeah. RZ, any last words? No, I think we need to know where they could find us. Yeah. All right, cool. So obviously we're on YouTube. If you guys are watching us, uh, thank you. Oh, hi. If you're listening to us, also thank you. But if you are on YouTube and you do want to listen to us on the go, we are on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Podbean. All the places you find podcasts. <laughs> Except for one, and I'm actually working on it. Oh. I found out Spotify has uh, podcasts as well. Yeah, oh. I was looking on Spotify yeah. and we weren't there and I was going to yeah. write us a nasty email. I, uh, I sent in a requisition to them about a week or two ago. I'm okay. waiting on a response from them, but I sent them the RSS feed from SoundCloud, which is nice. our main hub. And I'm just waiting on a response from them. So hopefully you guys will be able to find us on Spotify soon. Awesome. Yeah. Um, everybody, thank you for watching and yep. joining us. Um, stay tuned. In a couple of weeks, we'll be back with uh, more news and Let's Plays and our stupid opinions. Cool. Thanks, guys. And scene. Yeah. <laughs>